The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. This week's episode of Zane's World is brought to you free today in part by True Car and also by Hotel Tonight. You'll hear more about them today in the show, but for now, let's enjoy Zane's World. Hop on a boat, a car, train, a plane, it's time to go around the world with Zane. We have a lot of stuff going on right now, and I feel like there's three adults in the room and we're going to get a lot done. We're going to talk about Pet Cube? Well, we can, <laughs> I gotta get that thing working. We, we are gonna talk about Pecu, but first, the lights down? we have to talk. You can dim the lights. I Love mean, it. so okay, so people at home just we're sitting in the office. The lights are very dim. There's candles, There's candles, lit. and it's raining. It's raining heavily in we California, need to, like, Los Angeles, right romantic now. Romantic in here for the three. It is. It is romantic. First thing, the elephant not in the room is Steve. So Steve's not here. <laughs> Where is he? Hanging up every time I try to call. Well, no, I think he just. I think he blocked all of us. I think his phone died. And Steve doesn't like no doesn't have like doesn't like a charger. <laughs> no, I think, like, a, a, no, like, electricity. No, like a schedule, like like I don't know, accountability, something like that, like <laughs> some, something that would make you go, oh, it's eight o'clock, we have to do the thing, oh, like it's eight o'clock his time, forgot. you know. That's yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. I guess that's a longer way of saying that. Okay. Um, I like my story better. Well, okay, so let's go back. We're going to go to the pet cube in a second. Do you know who got the pet cube? Do you know the people's names? I do. I know her name, but okay. I don't know her last name. So here's what happened, and we're, it's it's a little bit of a mystery. One night, I posted on my stories that we had gotten five new kittens. Mel had had adopted out some foster six. One was really sick, so she's with the specialist for a while, and, and hoping that she'll get better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so now we have five here mm-hmm. and by the way some are white and one one green eye one blue eye oh you got one of those yeah we have oh, there's, cool. there's two we should probably sell those ones <laughs> no, that's, that's ours that's ours that's ours we're not gonna do that gonna, we can't keep them either and so the um we put out i put out on my stories that we'd love to so if people are always asking how they can help so we said you know i said in my stories if you can go uh, mel has uh, on her instagram at mel lamprey she has um uh, her Amazon wish list. You just click on it and then it'll just show you some of the things that we need. So it's like we don't want anyone's money um, unless you have a lot of money you can give us money but that's not... Uh, we're not going to say no like, to wait, money. somebody's <laughs> going to send us checks? No, no. <laughs> we don't want money because then I would go buy a car. No, that's not true. <laughs> no, no, it's great because people, they can write it off. They can send us their... like They can sp- give us what we specifically need at that time. So in this case, it was like food and litter and a bunch of other things in our wish list. Um, we also did a story. So on Mel's Instagram, we did an Instagram live. But that was like a day later. That was Two a day days later. Right, exactly. That was a day later. Right. And we were just, basically, we didn't ask for anything. We just thanked people for, you know, well, for everything. Well, I had already gotten messages from people a lot but at that time saying, hey, I saw that you needed help. I'm going to send something. Right. Or this is what Oh, I is said. that why you decided to do it? Yes. Because okay, I was it. already answering so many questions. People oh. were asking me what, spe- what specifically, which item do you need most? Got and it. stuff like that. So got I had already been answering quite a few questions. And so... Uh, wanted to be thorough and then also wanted to say thank you for even asking and showing right. that you care. Yeah. And so then that's why we made the video. But at that point, supplies were already on their way. Cause right. And then, and then, and also one it. of the rescues had just mentioned it. Uh-huh. So what happened? The rescue that these cats are all with. Yes. With. So, so we'll point out that you work for a rescue, a larger rescue. Not work. It's a volunteer. I don't know. It's my perspective. Uh, okay. Josh, save me. <laughs> no. She scares me. I need Steve to yell. I wasn't punching this. So I'm one of the fosters with Run Rescue. Yeah, there's like four or five of us. Right, and so we and so last year we went. We had 38 kittens pass through here, 
And this year we've, we've already had six these guys, and now there's five, but but six because oh, so this is the first litter of the year. First litter of the, the year. First, oh, yeah, cool. But Biddy and Chester are kind of a rollover. Biddy and Chester are a different story. Go to at Mel Lamprey and you'll get your fill. Wait, are of they Biddy and Chester? Are they from the same litter? No, they're not from the same litter. Okay, at is that all. why Biddy's tiny and Chester can't no, keep his tongue? No, they're like a month. They're like a month off. Okay, but but Biddy is really tiny and Chester's tongue hangs out. Long story, but anyway, but they are what we call a bonded. Hair. Mm. Like, if you separated them to foster them out, they would like devastate each other. They can't be away from each other for five minutes. So, um, we get uh, a call. Mel's like, hey, you have to go out to the curb because Amazon said that there's boxes out there. And sometimes the dog is sleeps out there, chooses to sleep, sleep out there at night. And so the Amazon people don't come in because it's a big, scary dog. And so they'll put packages outside. So I, I thought there was just a few packages. I didn't know we were expecting anything. You know, sometimes Mel will order something like litter on her own, whatever. And I open the door and I turn the corner and I show you the picture. Yeah. There's a hundred boxes. Like literally stacked up from your gate all the way to the end of your fence. For 20 feet. Yeah. Like, like, and so we went out there, Mel and I, it was starting to rain and it took us what, an hour to open up all the boxes and bring the stuff up and everything. And by the way, I, do I tell, do I tell, do I tell this part? Yes. Okay. So I was like, you know, who'd really appreciate it is Erica. Yeah. <laughs> who works with me at Adventure. And so, and, and like, and Erica is like, loves these, like loves sweet things. And we were just complaining, you know, every now and then we just complain about the, you know, about humanity. And sometimes like, like people are just just dicks yeah you know and sometimes you just need to be reminded and i think uh, eric and i the day before had just i don't know just dealing with some bullshit and so we were just like um i was like i knew she could use a nice little you know bright light on a you know cloudy day basically proverbial and literally and so i facetimed her and then i, I explained to her what happened and then i turned and showed her the boxes and she started crying <laughs> and, then and then i started crying <laughs> And then and then uh, and then she was like uh, and then hung up with her. I'm like Erica, I gotta hang up. You're making me cry. And then I was starting to record a video like, thank you everybody. And so yeah, blubbering the whole time. I Basically. mean, yeah, exactly. So the beauty of the whole thing is that is that it was just this bright spot in humanity of like people that were doing these beautiful things to like help out these cats. They helped us out. Um, and give us supplies that will last us for for a while. And and some people gave litter and food. And so, what is who is the person that gave us the? Was it called the pet cube? Uh, pet cube. A girl named Chrissy, but she didn't leave her Instagram name or her last name. So the only way I could find her because I like, you did find her. No, I tried stalking her. <laughs> so the yeah, by the way, that's what? not what happens when you try to find someone to send them a nice. Uh, I mean, just maybe nice. it is. is that stalking? Mm, yeah. No, stalking's like well, when you like, watch them from afar to... <laughs> for a long time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> not that I'm speaking from experience <laughs> yeah, or anything, yeah, exactly. but but I am able to uh, scan her code on one of the boxes and write her a message from there but the message is so short because Amazon and, and it goes to you. Amazon you don't know who she is at it goes, I guess it goes to her through Amazon I thought there was a first and last name no there's not it's a first name so I couldn't like specifically say I don't know yeah. if she gets it or not so the Pet Cube which Josh has been uh, our resident tech guy resident you just came down from, from Fresno <laughs> but like setting up the you've been setting up the Pet Cube where you can basically it's basically a nanny cam that has a laser that you can Manipulate. Yeah, so it's motion detected or sound detected, and you can set it up to like listen for a meow or okay. a bark. Okay. <laughs> and so when it hears that thing or it sees significant movement in front of it, meow. it turns on yeah. and records and sends it to the cloud, and then it goes onto your phone and you can watch what your pets do. But you can also go into it, and with the touch of a finger, it's got a laser on it, and you can aim the laser around the room so you can play with your cats while you're away. That's so good. 
So good. There's another one, by the way, that will shoot food out. Oh, really? shoot, you're like, hey, come here, and it'll shoot a tree out. <laughs> and so then you call them, it'll run up to the cube. Oh, just so you know, it is two-way communication, so they can talk to you and you can talk to them. Do they have to press a button? No. Okay, so it's not like a walkie-talkie. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm meow, meow. Okay, I'm gotcha. meow. Go, go ahead, go ahead. So so Josh just came down here from, uh, from Fresno. Fresno. Yes! No, no, no. It's, yes, no. it's no. Oh, it's, and, it's the gateway to the... And so yeah. we gateway were going to be recording. Yeah. We were going to be recording. Is, they call it the gateway to Yosemite? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where do you land? Obama came there. And he landed oh, in Fresno? And they, they took a helicopter. You liar. Oh, was that? <laughs> you liar. He flew, he flew over. The rumor is that he did say stay close to Fresno for one night and then went up to Wani. Mm-hmm. No chance. Mm-hmm. Where would, was he going to stay? If you have a helicopter, But then we were it? sitting around talking like, where would the president stay in exactly, Fresno? Exactly. <laughs> Fresno. If they still had that hotel that the pictures, those black and white pictures we saw. Yeah, at that Fresno the place that burned hotel? down. Yeah. Oh no, that's gone. Yeah, that's so. So so Josh was coming down here. Left at eight thirty. It's about three fifteen. You can make it down here with bad weather, maybe three and a half. And he was coming at what's called out here the Grapevine. So north of Los Angeles, there's these mountains. They go up to what about four thousand, five thousand? Yeah, Tejon Pass is uh, forty one hundred feet. I okay. found out. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> slow way. <laughs> yeah, with so, all the time. I so you know, Los Angeles like is around like six hundred feet. Um, you go over to Bakersfield. That's probably even lower. Right, but right around six hundred yeah. feet. Like one and <laughs> one. Foot, foot, minus one, and and so from between Bakersfield and Los Angeles, you go over these this mountain range. It's it's very it's pretty short, but anyway, it's called the Grapevine. And in the winter time, when it's snowing here, I mean, sorry, when it's raining here, it's snowing in the Grapevine. Yeah, and like you, two or three times a year, it snows pretty heavily. Yeah. There. So you, you during the winter when you travel, you do have to look for advisories when you travel, which I never do because right. yeah. <laughs> never or in California. Why would you have to do that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, it usually takes me about three hours, three and a half, depending on traffic, to get down here. And I left at 8.30, driving, no problems. I got into a windstorm, this crazy windstorm in Bakersfield, and almost got hit by a, a tumbleweed the size of my car. <laughs> yeah, he, me called, last he, time he, I went he, he called me. He it called hit me. the car behind me. <laughs> and um, so Which, I was like, by the way, the car was fine. No, I, so I, that car passed me a little bit later. It broke its headlight. The tumbleweed oh, broke his tumbleweed. head. Like, <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> so I, I didn't really think anything about it. And then I'm getting up into the, the grapevine and I start to see the signs of like wind advisories and snow. And I'm like, crap. I did not even check the weather today. if you would have known, you could have taken the one, one which I could have turned around, right, right yeah. along the ocean and you could have come up. It would have taken you half an hour longer or whatever. And then I started thinking about it and there was still time. But I was like, I think I can make it. There's no, it was misty, not even snowing. I feel like it was my fault for not telling you. But you, yeah, sure, it's your fault. But you're accepting responsibility, so uh, I'm an adult. I could have probably yeah, looked okay, it up. Thanks, I appreciate So, that. anyways, I get up past. Um, by, the, by the way, Steve's an adult too. But yeah, anyway, continue. Well, is he? <laughs> Mentally, is, is he? Is he? Um, I get about a mile from Gorman, and it just starts snowing like harder than I've ever seen in in my life. And by but, the way, so that's right from the base of the. Yeah. Well, no. it's right at the pass. Right. So, and it starts snowing heavily, like where it's collecting on the front of my car, and my <laughs> so windshield wipers awesome. aren't able to get it off my yeah. windshield. Yeah, in, like in, in Syracuse, we wouldn't even call that snow. But, yeah, but, but no, it's, it's California, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And this is my first time driving. And, and, and it's up a pretty decent hill. Yeah. So Josh is crying. So, so Josh, so all was, of a sudden, so traffic stopped, <laughs> yeah. and he called us. And he FaceTimed us and showed us, and he sat there for five hours. Yeah, I got stuck, and I was stuck there for five hours. Five Enough hours. time to, like, get out. People were having snowball fights. <laughs> Did you? Did you? No. No, I didn't. I got out, and I took some video and stuff. Did you get yelled at by a cop? <laughs> I did. Okay. What happened? Well, you okay, so I'm that? sitting there, and the wreckers, uh, the, the giant tow trucks that tow, like, semis are coming okay. through. Got it. And snow plows. 
So I saw them coming through, so I left a bunch of room between me and the car in front of me mm-hmm. so they could get across. And I was talking to this Caltrans guy. Caltrans is the California Transportation. Anyways, he was, he, we moved it so that there was this through path. Right. And so I just sat there. And I sat there for like three and a half hours. No one bothered me. And then out of nowhere, a CHP is coming up the shoulder the wrong way mm-hmm. against traffic. And he stops right next to me and goes to turn around. But there's hardly any room. And I look at him, and I'm like, I rolled my window down in case he wanted to talk to me. Nothing. And then he does like a 15-point turn, turns all the way around. And as he's leaving, he's like, hey, man, thanks for not helping on his PA system. Yeah. Oh. I'm like, what the heck? And I rolled down my window. I said, did you want me to move? Yeah, well, it's too late now. And then he just drove off. Oh. So so Josh gets down here, Jeez. and we're walking around the block, walking the dog later, and he is he's steaming. <laughs> From from from, so from the whole cop thing, and by, and by the way, just like you, by the way, and so and so with with me, what yeah. I what I had done is so on Saturday we got all those boxes. Yeah. It rained it, it rained the rest of the day. Then it rained on Sunday. Sunday yeah, torrential. And, and so we had all the boxes out by the street. Yes, yes. there were a hundred. And I was and and our Wednesday is a trash pickup day, so I was just waiting for that, and I could have put everything in there, and and then maybe even put them in some of my neighbors, just recycling so they get picked up, whatever. Otherwise, it was raining. There's nothing. They're all mushy. There's nothing I could have done. And so I have a neighbor that went on and created a fake email address, and and then emailed me. It's, it, the whole thing is like based off of like the car I'm selling outside, which isn't even my real email address, and, and then like and they like berated me about how a horrible neighbor I am, and the stuff had been sitting outside for one day. Like that's the thing. It was like the boxes were there for one day. One day. And everybody in this neighborhood yeah. knows that trash day is like Tuesday night. Yeah. You know, you put your trash out Tuesday night. Yeah. And, and like, he, he sent there. me the ordinances, and I was just like, I just blocked him, and I was just couldn't. And and so. <laughs> Josh and I were just like, oh, I'm rushing. Bodhi had diarrhea, and I'm like, you know what? And he's like, I, you know, I pressed on my button, and, and I, I called an Uber. We dropped the dog off. We went, we went to the bar, and we had drinks. So he we were some Jameson. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah we, I forgot how much I like Jameson. Out, drink it out, <laughs> <laughs> Jameson. You know what we did? We almost got on those birds. Those are the oh, scooters they have out here. Uh-huh. And and They're normally, so normally you just walk by one. But did you see my, on my Instagram the stories? Lit, yeah, yeah, the what? lights on it. Yeah, it had LED rainbow lights that changed colors underneath. It was like, it's really beautiful. Come ride me home, ride me home. It's amazing. And then and then we find out that like the rule is it. When you agree to the ter- terms and conditions, you have to be 180 pounds or lighter. So, Stop how many it. people have lied no. on that? Yeah, yeah. So we no way we wouldn't have been able to ride it. We should share one. We should both ride that damn. <laughs> We're gonna do it. Yeah. Gonna do it. Wait, you guys are serious. Damn you guys for not making a stronger one. Yeah, you need yeah. to have a heavy duty one. Yeah. It's not like everybody. It's like. There's a lot of people that weigh over 180 pounds. Yeah, I would say no. Most the, people. The, the average people. man weighs significantly more than 180 and pounds. And usually stuff way. like the cutoff, and I know this because I'm fat, but the cutoff <laughs> is like 250. Usually yeah. that's the cutoff for stuff like that. Wait, so you guys read it Cheers. and you were all excited and you were like, aww. No, we were, we were too far away, so we weren't going to do it anyway. What? The average sure. weight for a man in the U.S., by the way, is 196 pounds. So, so the average person cannot ride. The average person, the average man, the average man cannot ride it. It's made for like you know. Wait, what's the average woman? It's made weight? for like the the Depeche Mode group can all ride on them or something. <laughs> the white stripes or something. What? The, can you tell me the average woman's weight? Uh, I think it's one fifty. I'll double check. Really? Yeah. That makes me feel better. Yeah. So we were gonna uh, ride them back, but we decided not to, and uh, we chickened out. Yeah, we chickened it out. So oh, I typed too quick, and it gave me kilograms. Oh yeah. Okay. So average man uh, is one ninety six, and average female weight is one sixty eight. 
Oh, wow. Yes, yeah, so you're good. Um, Mel, you're so skinny. I didn't know that. And when I was in San Diego and we rode them with the girls, we had like Kat and I. Yeah, no, drunk. No, no, I said drunk girls. It, it's You can it's do whatever fine. you want. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're there, totally there's fine. an exception. You're totally fine. Yeah. So, Does it say like beware of breaking jewelry? <laughs> No. Wait, is there a that? story behind that? A yeah, one. there's a story behind that. <laughs> we gotta hear it. Okay, so Mel and I just celebrated our anniversary, our seventh anniversary. Oh, what, what, anniversary did you, what, did, what did you get? Josh, what'd you get me? No, what did you get? My my beautiful face. What did you me. receive? I got my wedding ring that I already have, but cleaned and polished up nicely and replaced with a diamond. She was what? she was drunk with her friends okay. and like fell down, and one of the side diamonds of her ring came out. How hard did you fall? So hard. So hard. <laughs> she she ripped she ripped her jeans. Like and and so did I in the parking lot of a burrito shop. And she shop. didn't and she didn't realize until she was <laughs> like. Add to the human. And when did, and when did and when did you realize that you had lost a diamond? When my hand went up on the toilet as I was vomiting. <laughs> So, so it just, like, so just, I mean, it's pure class. It was oh, just that's utter a classy shame. weekend. Yeah, no, so, so shame. that was, that was like coming up on March a March of last year. Okay. So it's yeah. coming up on a year. So, like, all right, for our anniversary, which was January 12th, I, 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 did I, the time. I, I replaced it and I got it all polished up and all that kind of stuff and whatever. Wait, that was one of the first times I came back to hang out because she was like, not drinking, right? Oh, was that was I it that time? Oh yeah, she didn't drink for yeah, a long time. She was like, yeah. she yeah. was not happy. She was, no. she was super fun. Um, <laughs> but then I guess what? What did you get me? But I guess you're like oh. a kittens. Yeah, Yay. all the kittens here. Oh, oh, kitty litter. Yeah. You had people send send kitty litter, which was <laughs> is uh, his uh, the newspaper which, kitty litter that's super lighter. Is mm-hmm. it? Mine's a no, mine's hell a heavy one. Paper. We have a, a a four sheets update, which is pretty amazing, and then I have two. Amazing stories about Jess, uh, Mel's twin sister, and Matchbox cars. Do you know this story? No. Okay, it will blow oh, your Josh mind. I promise you. And then a sensory deprivation bet that these two poker players made. That is an incredible story. So you know, let's do this. Let's go to our interview with the the Vaga brothers. These guys are amazing. We we learned about them because we were researching. When we were going to uh, to Machu Picchu, we wanted to see what the, what the train was like and all these things. And we found these guys, these handsome guys, and they they make these, you know, they have a YouTube series. And they had done the trip before us, and, and we, were, we watched They did exactly, like, pretty much exactly what we wanted to do, so we're like, let's see what they did. They got all the, yeah. all, all the angles, it looked amazing, so we're like, these guys are cool, and so we got them on the show. We'll be back in a moment with more Zine's World. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. My friends still rave about the Prosecco I brought last year. Let me help make your Friendsgiving unforgettable. Bordeaux is one of the world's most popular red blends, made from Cabernet, Cab Franc, and Merlot. It also makes the perfect gift for your picky boss. Having turkey and all the fixings? I suggest an easy-drinking Pinot Noir. For white drinkers, try an unoaked Chardonnay. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. 
Hey, Josh, are you looking for that hardcore show business fix? I'm Tell looking me. for that right now. Okay. Don't look any further. Excited. Because the producer's guide with Todd Gardner and a litany of Hollywood's elite is right here on Podcast One. Join host and established Hollywood producer Todd Gardner as he shares his thoughts and stories on the movie business and chats it up with his A-list industry friends like Kevin James, Rebel Wilson, Adam Sandler, and so many more. Download the producer's guide every Thursday on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcast. Dude, he and, worked on Black Hawk Down. I know. He's so really cool. cool. And also remember to rate and review because us podcast producers love positive feedback. <laughs> there we go. And punch truck love. I know. That's so rad. It is no secret. I'm a travel guy, and I'm all about getting that edge when out there trotting around the globe. And when you know it, there's a little insider travel secret from our new sponsor, Hotel Tonight. There are tons of empty hotel rooms out there just waiting to get booked. Tons! Tons! They're everywhere! <laughs> everywhere. That's how Hotel Tonight scores such incredible deals. They team up with awesome hotels to help sell these rooms and pass those savings along to... The consumer. Along to you, the listener. And, <laughs> and these aren't last resort places. Hotel Tonight works with the best hip, top-rated hotels you actually want to stay at. Mel actually... Did you? What are you doing? Did you book something? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. But did, did you actually book something? Yeah. What did you get? Eagle Inn, because that's the one that Josh said he stayed at a long time. Yeah, ago. we stayed there for my uh, my honey. Well, not the night I got married. We stayed there. The sex night. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's you know. And then, and how much was it? It's 129. Really? Yeah. Dude, we paid so much more. Really? No, yeah, because we booked <laughs> we booked a little ways out, and we booked through this a, a good. different this website. Is, this is good for like uh, like quick trips. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I want to do that with Charlotte now. You can do it. Yeah. You yeah. can do it. Yeah. And place. don't get fooled. <laughs> Hotel tonight is not just for last minute bookings. You can use Hotel Tonight whether you plan ahead or plan things by ear. Hotel Tonight is all about options. The best options and the best deals for your travel needs. Josh, you have travel needs. I always have travel needs. You're going to use Hotel Tonight. Start scoring amazing deals at incredible hotels using Hotel Tonight now. Download the app or go to hoteltonight.com today. Do it right now. I'm on. I'm doing it right now. Welcome back to Zane's World. We are here with the Ailing Brothers, also known as the Vega Brothers. People think that your last name is Vega? Or all was the I the first person? Okay. No, it happens all the time. But we thought that the idea of Vagabond was a more established term. And right. That Vagabond Brothers, Vaga Brothers would be easy to understand. But yeah. we've had to do some education over the years. I know. <laughs> Six years ago, if we Did, had known that we would have to explain it every single time we say it, we probably would I know, have chose but, a different but, but part of the, the benefit of, of, of explaining it is that you burn it into somebody's brain. Yeah, it's totally. Like edumacation. We're going to edumacate. And what would you have done differently? Back then, I don't know. I mean, I think they. I think it was a good. I think it is a good name. I think that initially our challenge was uh, beating the SEO on Vega Brothers because Tarantino had written this supposed mystery oh, script that like was like Vincent a fo- Vega. Yeah, Vincent Vega, like a yeah. follow up to Vincent Vega and his brother. It was called the V E G A Vega Brothers. Got so it. Vega Brothers. When we first were able to get past Google saying, "Do you mean Vega Brothers?" Oh, right. That was a win. A very important win. That's funny because when I looked you guys up today. That's what popped up. Oh, really? Like a brother sequel. We're not a oh. prequel or whatever. Yeah. I was like, "What the hell is Damn this?" It, we're not. We're not. We haven't won yet. <laughs> you took away my. Victory. Well, I spelled your. I spelled the name wrong, so that's okay. on me. There you. It's go. on me. You can't yeah. beat Samuel L. Jackson and uh, you know, what's his name? Triple 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 Yeah. So um, I did go down a little bit of a wormhole because I was like, "This sounds very interesting," yeah. and I forgot what I was supposed to be. You doing. went down the the the, bro- their bro- the brothers wormhole. The no. Vega no, brothers. No, the Tarantino wormhole. Okay, okay. Which one was it? Which one did you go down their wormhole or Tarantino's wormhole? Vega. Tarantino. I don't know. What is this? Yes. Okay, Vega Tarantino. Brothers. They're okay. Vaga Brothers. Okay. Right? It's very, it is. It, technically, okay. it's true. Yeah, V-A-G-A. Vaga 
vagabond has been mistaken for many other meanings throughout the for, years. For anyone who doesn't know who these guys are, uh, let me put it. In, I'm going to put it in perspective. So you guys came on and did, my, did the first podcast of Zane's World, by the way. Nice. And well, was it because no. uh, my equipment was not working <laughs> and the sound quality was horrible? Then Josh came down from Fresno. Fresno what? and sorry and reset everything up and now we have this beautiful audio quality but we did not so you guys came back so when you guys were here do we know where are we now Uh, january january January. so uh, october october we were here so you guys at that point had about seven hundred fifty thousand subscribers on youtube yeah. Now we're a few months later, and you guys are just about at eight hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. The channel kind of has a has a growth of its own, which is kinda. surprising because we haven't really published like anything. In a well, while. so you haven't published anything, but you guys have your Legacy. your your TV show. Yeah, that. Are, are as we well. call, are you, are, do you call it your TV show? Yeah, it's TV on the internet. So, <laughs> so is this I mean, YouTube, it's better than saying a digital show. It's not a YouTube, YouTube show. It's on, but it's on the YouTube TV. YouTube TV. Okay, yeah. and it's also on, available on Facebook okay. Watch. Yeah, uh, it's technically we call it a TV show because it's in the format of a television show and it's at, in the length of a television show. But like, and, and the production value. Yeah, that's yeah. the main thing. Is everything if you make that a Netflix a show, show is went into this, so we put it like it's got all the same everything. It is a TV show. I think YouTube TV is the, essentially a hybrid of digital with television and so that's what it was designed for and that's where it's been going out it's also available on facebook for like because it's not behind the paywall and people can watch it globally we have a huge audience overseas so a lot of our our foreign audience was like this is great but where do we get to tune into it yeah and so facebook watch is a good solution for them because youtube tv is really only available here in the states and that's like a hybrid where you get like 50 television channels plus premium content from youtube such as our show for forty bucks a month, and that's on. So your channel is the channel that you were on is Tastemade. Tastemade is the is the network that okay. produced it, and then they have a presence on Facebook as well as on YouTube TV, as well as on like Tastemade TV, which you can get on Playstations. And so there's all sorts of ways to watch it. There's too many options, but I want to pose. So I'd like to pose a question. Go, because you're asking, is it a TV show? Here's my question. Is a Netflix show a television show, or are we just stuck in the antiquated terminology? I think we are right now at the crossroads. We're trying to figure that out. So for me, personally, I don't have cable anymore. Mm. So, and, But I watch it on my television. But it's not typical you know, network stuff. Although some is, some isn't. It's some Hulu and Amazon Prime and Netflix, yeah. that kind of thing. So <clears throat> to put it, just so people understand, like you guys have been doing this YouTube channel for a decade? No, six, mm. almost seven years now. It feels mm. like 10. It feels, it like, feels a like a decade. <laughs> and, and so you guys, um, and then you also are, are we're in, in the video. I have it playing. Sorry, you have like a leech on your arm or something like that. Oh, yeah. Mark, that was that's go, not me. I thought, that's it, you. I thought Sh- that was going into your arm. Oh, yeah. You got bit by Definitely a leech. got bit by a leech. So we're doing two things. It's very right. simple. We're doing uh, our YouTube channel, Vaga Brothers, which we have produced in-house. We've our own production company. Mm-hmm. We've been doing that for like almost seven years. And when you go out, it's the two of you guys. It yeah. was originally. Now we hire out. We have our friend come to help with the film work. But yeah, it's still just us, basically. It's a pretty lean so. team. Okay. And then secondly, we've got 
Basic versus Baller, which is the TV show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call it a TV show, just how we call feature length films. I, I, I think no, I think it's yeah, that's a movie. Yeah, exactly, it's a like film. When it's not shot on film. We don't it's, use it on film. Yeah, Star and Wars even, was a good video that I saw in a theater. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And <laughs> even if even if television itself is changing and becoming more digital, it's a quality premium show. Yeah, that's the main point. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think TV show differentiates it because so I had Zane's World, uh, my YouTube series. Mm-hmm. And which I shot myself. It was usually myself and, and Mel. And then we have a TV show that, by the way, is actually a TV show though, because it played on television. No, it did. Not no, the new one. not the new one. The new one's similar to what you guys are doing. So right? you've had an actual television show. Yes, but now we're now you're you're releasing this new. Mark said quality premium, and we can add digital in there just for another yeah, my sure, one. sure, high definition. Yes, yeah. I like it. <laughs> all these redundancies that you, you used to have to say, but well, now that's you the don't. thing is, it's not really that the quality is any better or worse. It's the whole landscape is changing. Mm-hmm. Like I have to explain to people all the time that like the new way you get media isn't isn't going to you know the networks anymore. There's so many outlets now with Amazon, Netflix. Uh, YouTube TV, Hulu. Yeah, and it, you get really quality programming. You look at any of the award shows now, and you see these these shows that come from Netflix and Amazon Prime that are winning awards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can't assume that because it's on the internet, it's not good. Well, uh, yeah. it's funny because they make the the qualification I think for the Golden Globes, yeah, or even the Oscars, is that is that the movie has to play in a theater in order to be considered mm-hmm. as a movie. Right. Otherwise, it's yeah, not. Yeah, for the movie, so they'll they'll do, like, Netflix is doing limited release stuff now. Right. So that they can qualify. Like, yeah. what, whatever yeah. the minimum yeah. number of theaters is, it just yeah. plays in there. That's and then, smart. you know, their family goes in and watches or whatever. Cool. They're but also it, all making, um, you know, bicycles and electric scooters now. I don't know if you've seen that. Who is? Uh, Hulu. And... They might just be sponsoring them. They definitely don't make... The it's like brought. Team? It's like a bicycle brought to you by Hulu. <laughs> oh, one of those. That sounds awesome. <laughs> we almost got. We went and drank last night, and we almost got on to birds. Oh yeah. Um, but those dumb glowing lights underneath are so inviting. That have you seen? They got uh, LEDs so, on the bottom it's now. So tempting. the next step like, is yeah. the is the levitating skateboards yeah. from Back to the Future. That's when I'll get excited. I mean, that's when I'll get really excited. I've been promised kidding. that shit for a long time. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I mean, not to get too far off topic, but Elon Musk just announced that. Hit the new uh, Tesla Roadster mm-hmm. would be able to fly. Wow. Have the option of flying. And you think it's a joke. And that's even the person's response to it. It's like, are you kidding? He's like, no, I'm serious. He uses cold rocket technology. Yeah, he threw out some science was stuff. That, did he say that legit. before or after he smoked a blunt on the podcast? No, it is. Well, it was after that happened. But. It, was, it was after. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but this, is, this is only a few days old. And he says he's using the cold rocket technology. And then he was, he was going to use it to like boost the propulsion, like the zero to 60 or whatever, the acceleration. Mm-hmm. And then he was also going to put the rockets on the sides to aid in steering. And then realize that they could use it underneath. Josh make it fly. Josh's question was, because it's cold compressed air or something like. That. So does he pull in air from the outside and then put it in a tank? And then it like, or is it a tank? And if it's a tank, do you just fall out of the sky when you're on E? Yeah. <laughs> that's what scares me like yeah. I don't know yeah I'm, I'm not smart enough to figure that stuff well, out well I mean we'll see because so we'll have to explain it's, it's, it's like he's like about to come out of this car he's like oh by the way it, it, can, it can time travel <laughs> I mean that's just yeah. as crazy like, why, why, why did, lead, next time lead with that yeah don't even say car say flying thing that also also comes like a name H.G. Wells of our time just making up science yeah, fiction totally yeah but, but actually doing it which yeah. is crazy yeah. so, so let's talk about how you guys got started now it's funny because I actually know these stories well I want to know because like no I know them. But I want to know. I'm the only person to know them. What? I'll tell you what happened. They were living in a place... 
between Spain and France. Okay. Basque country. Is Basque, that right? In yes. Basque. Basque. French or Spanish? And there was, Spanish. A, okay. and there was a competition um, for people to make an amazing travel video. Am I good? Am I close? You're good. Okay. Three minute video about any place in the world. And so these what guys. What place did they choose? San Sebastián. They, they shot where they were. Okay, cool. Because they were in a pretty cool international place. And, yeah. and what were you guys doing before that? We were teaching English. Mark had done some uh, some travel writing, and I had experimented with documentary filmmaking and um, hosting. And so we kind of decided to, like, combine forces. And um, it's a very – it seems like a natural progression, but maybe you needed – like, sometimes you just need the sort of the catalyst to make you guys realize, like, when that c- competition came out, like, yeah, oh, it was like th- pretty this is perfect us. timing. Yeah. It was pretty yeah. – everything came together. Were you guys doing stuff before that, and it was just like, oh, here's our opportunity to take yeah. it farther, or was it, like, the first time you guys tried to do something? We had worked together for about six months at that point, and we had been doing stuff independently beforehand, but it just kind of seemed like a natural progression. It was like, look, we're both interested in travel. We're both interested in storytelling. Um, let's take your writing. Let's combine it with my visual stuff, and let's try to make something. And when we did, we kind of had like a, this six-month ramp-up period where we were just making videos and putting them out on YouTube and getting no views. And then this... We're missing this, a crucial point. Which Mark is was getting we reported. Were, no, that, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, not the first uh, crucial point. I thought that was point. the crucial the point. First but, crucial but it's crucial. Point. Sounds important. The yeah. first crucial point is that we had we had the idea and we pitched it as a TV show ah. originally. Because yeah. a friend of the family was like, you guys are so different. If you guys both like contributed your different opinions to the same destination, it would be really good. So like, we pitched an idea basically along those lines. Production companies, we pitch them to these companies in LA that she she had like worked in media and she's like, oh, I know a couple of places you could like start by pitching this idea. So we put it out there. Production companies are like, this is great. All like three of them we pitched, three of them were like, let's have a meeting, let's set it. But first, we need to have like a, a reel. We need to see you guys on camera. Uh, so I then we GoPro filmed. Hero so, sorry, just logistics wise, are you pitching them from over by there? email? Okay, got it. Yeah, wow. okay. and then so we were living in Spain. Okay, and we were like planning this trip to come to LA to show them the video. And then they're like, well, we made our first video and we sent it to them. And it was great in the content wise, but but they were like, you guys have no chemistry. Like, you're definitely not even oh brothers. <laughs> do, so, do, do, do you yet? No, <laughs> we're still, no, working, we're still on working on that. Yeah. But, but uh, it was great because it was a moment where if we had been discouraged and said, you know what, this is a stupid idea and gave up, it never would have gone anywhere. But because they criticized us and said, like, they told, like in a way criticism can be great when it tells you exactly what you need to work on yeah like chemistry so we just like practice and practice and practice until six months later um on the eve of my visa expiring we found this contest and it was like the time was ticking because not only do we have to get the video to the contest but we had to do it before i had to we leave had like the country. three days to write it we had like it, a week it, but we had we, we had the but there was raining like this the whole time we had one, one day, day of, of sunshine oh got yeah. it but who, who's whose contest was it they're now defunct and um it's pretty, Some, yeah, somebody somebody who doesn't deserve a mention okay yeah. nice nice <laughs> you buddy <laughs> yeah it got kind of uh it was interesting but we, but, <laughs> but, we, but it was like a career crucible i mean we had this insane insanely unrealistic expectation that we were gonna make two videos write two articles publish like a dozen photos a week and travel each week okay so so okay so you guys won the competition yeah. we so did. we won a six-month trip around the world to 25 destinations we had to produce 50 videos during that period of time we had to produce um, what was that? 50 articles and probably thousands of photos delivered for that. Uh, and we had to also 
travel to these destinations, which we literally flew like all the way but around it was, the but world. But it was all, co- all, all covered. Oh, really? 25 yeah. countries, 25 weeks. Yeah. It was actually wow. 22 countries, but because there were a couple destinations within the same country. Sure. But like more or less, it was like every week, new place. It was like Monday, fly, red-eye flight, cheapest possible seat, land right into film, 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 film. Also at night, are you you're ha- capturing. Are you having editing. fun? You, we were, we were but we but also were breaking we were down. Also, and so was like <laughs> the farther we went, like the more dirt on the company we heard, and just kind of like it was just it was a career crucible in many ways because it showed us the um, the difficulty of, of traveling and creating content and mm-hmm. keeping it up. It also showed us like on the business side of things, like the importance of getting all your ducks in a row and, and, you know, having a good contract. It also showed the importance of perseverance and like finishing something out to the end, even if it might not uh, pan out as being like, you know, the golden ticket or mm-hmm. whatever. So mm-hmm. I think it taught us a lot. Uh, it also was, I look at back at it now as like a paid internship. It was like, like I was going to say, it sounds like yeah. boot, boot camp. It was boot camp. And you come out of it and you yeah. like, it's like, it's like Daniel's son. Yeah. They say you need 10,000 hours to master a craft. Don't, and I think don't, like don't look at that. me like that. It's <laughs> like, like kid? Kid? karate kid. You're painting uh, the fence over here? Yeah. These guys are painting uh, fences and they're they they waxing off. cars. I'm going to throw out that uh, Drinking Made Easy season one was like that. Sure it was. That was a friggin' debacle. That was a debacle. Let's be honest. We've all tried, you know, we've all been like working on media careers and I think one of the most common questions is like how do you make it happen and the answer is you have to rise above the noise that's the hardest thing to do yeah. just keep the contest it. helped us rise above the noise it helped us get experience and then after that it was really just up, up to us to try to parlay that into something that was under our own ownership yeah. and, and sustainable you know I had my YouTube channel for a while I was doing with another company um, and they thought they'd bring in all the advertisers and I shot all the video and they did all the post-production and I mean, it, it was, it was uphill. I mean, and we got good views and all that kind of stuff. And it just, at the end of the day, the sponsors and everything, it just didn't, wasn't making sense. Mm-hmm. But, and then it was like, if I do this for another year, that's, I'm, it's all out of pocket. Nothing was coming in. Right. You know? I'm sure you guys went through that mm-hmm. as well. So, mm-hmm. so then you, so then any of that, does any of that content from that trip, still survive or is mm-hmm. it now so is that on on your no YouTube? not in its original form <clears throat> okay it doesn't yeah. survive on our channel but a lot of the places we visited we kind of repurposed a lot of that mm-hmm. content mm-hmm. especially in the early years in like 2014 when we were starting our channel from scratch essentially we repurposed a lot of the, the footage that we shot and put it into like top 10 things to do in x location oh so yeah that was cool. kind of like it was nice because you know um as we parted ways we we parted ways with a lot of footage, which yeah. we were able to create new content with. And so what does life look like for you guys right now? So you have the TV show and you have the, I'm doing air quotes so everyone at home can see. Mm-hmm. You have the TV show and then you have the YouTube mm-hmm. channel. Mm-hmm. So, so what does life look like for you guys right now? I think we've gone through, I mean, when you look back at where we started, I mean, our original goal was to make a TV show. And, and YouTube became kind of like, at first we were just, when we got denied by the production companies, we practiced by putting videos on YouTube. Winning the contest kind of showed us that YouTube could be an enzyme itself. And then we worked on that to where we've built this big audience. And now that is helping us get the TV show opportunities that we originally went out for. So it's kind of an interesting spot right now because we've accomplished 
pretty much all the goals that we set out to reach. And now, um, I think that it's kind of weird when you get to that point. What, you sound like you're about to retire. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> so, so anyway, we're done. What do no, you? No, not next? at all. Not at all. But like, <laughs> it's just like it's a very. I'm, I'm more. I was about to express some gratitude that like we went through all this. We've got to these places, mm-hmm. and now it's like there's more opportunities. It's just like you accomplish one level of goals, and then you can just start thinking bigger, and you can start thinking about what comes next. Yeah, it's like focusing on, you know, it's 2019 and. Focusing on like sustainability, not in, not only in an environmental sense, but like mm-hmm. in a personal and interpersonal sense, like yeah. finding ways to continue to work together, but allow space for personal growth, for like getting that work life balance down. I think that the last like five or six years of our life has literally just been 110% um, putting every single waking hour into this project and, you know, the goal being getting a TV show. Well, we did that. And like that took up quite a lot of our airtime in um, 2018. And so I think it's like getting back to the, back to the fundamentals, focusing on good content for the channel. um, But also like getting more space for like creative, different creative paths. Mm -hmm. I really want to start getting into music this year. So do you have any trips planned for your youtube yeah we do we do we're in the process of kind of like working through that and trying to find out like where we want to go and how we want to do it um and i think that you know new destinations this year versus like revisiting you know all the popular places uh around the world or places that we've already been trying to find new angles what what um, what is what's left on that list? Of a lot. I was gonna say oh, there is a lot. Yeah. Okay, how many places have you been? Define place. Sixty or seventy. How many places countries. have you been? Cities, seventy, okay. 70 countries. Countries. Probably. They know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, there's between a ton us. Left. Okay, so okay. so I'm at seventy-one countries. Yeah, but do you count the Vatican? I guess you have to, but yeah. yes. Oh, well, I did, I obviously. I haven't been there, though. I, I've been there. It's a cool place. Okay. So between you guys, it's is it 70? More or less. Like I don't know if we've done like a hard count in a while. It's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's a weird count, because then you're yeah. just like, have you been to like St. Martin and St. Martin? No. Like the island no. that's split in two? So like I don't areas, know. I think the areas that we've covered heavily is obviously like Europe, mm-hmm. North America, Cent- Central America, a little bit of South America, um, parts of like Asia. And I think where we really need to like work on this year, where I really am interested in going is more obviously like thorough through Asia, but like the Pacific, I think would be really cool. Wow. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> think that like South America in depth, um, Bolivia is really like calling my name. I mm-hmm. want to get out there, but also just like looking into different ways of traveling. I think, um, this year it'd be cool to do like an overland kind of trip or uh longer term motorcycle travel, but just things that, I don't know. I feel like you get so caught up in just go, go, go. And you spend so much time looking out of an airplane window mm-hmm. and some of the most, uh, some of the most, powerful travel experiences I've ever had were the slowest ones like walking the Camino de Santiago in Spain or riding my bicycle uh, down the PCH in California Um, like slower travel really allows for these experiences and these opportunities that you just do not get when you're like just booking it and so i think well it also to, has to hurt whatever relationships you guys are in so i don't even know are those, is, are those ongoing or i'm i'm i just got engaged okay uh, in november yeah i'm stoked on that and so i found a really awesome beautiful woman who also like is a content creator so she her name's carrie and she has a youtube channel called carrie rad 
and she nice focuses. Plug. Nice plug for her. You well, better. Yeah. Yeah. Points yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> you better. Uh, yeah. She's like focuses on self care and uh, wellness, which is great because like when I come home from a long trip, all I want to do is like get back on like the healthy train. So, so we we are the nice same. We are, we are the same way. Yeah. <laughs> same way. Because when you just go for a while, dude, like it gets tiring, man. You know, it gets tiring. So I think just trying to focus on getting that balance back. You know, you'll you'll gain a wife and you'll gain a sister. You know, it's beautiful. <laughs> I already have. She's a sister-in-law. Carrie is one of the coolest people that has come into our lives, and uh, for both of us, like I'm obviously not getting engaged to her, but she's going to be a sister-in-law, and yeah. it's great to know that she's going to be part of the family. Like her family's come out for Thanksgiving this year. We had all of her extended family join us, and it's just like we're, we're all super stoked for Alex and Carrie. So yeah, it's good. How how many episodes do you think you guys have shot? We have five over five hundred videos on our channel, which is why the the channel kind of carries itself to a degree. Like oh like, right, like, yeah. even though we haven't been publishing as much as we like this year with with having a TV show and stuff, we yeah. had a lot to balance out. Um, and so it we didn't publish as much. But when, the, when you sorry, when you were doing the TV, were you also shooting the series we in those places? Tried to, but there's obviously we can't film. We couldn't okay. film the same spots. Like, yeah, you know that yeah. makes sense for a TV show. Yeah. But like for example, we filmed in the south of France, and so we went to Monaco nearby yeah and filmed a video in a day that was one but generally we had to reduce the amount of content that was feasible to put out plus there's also you know hours in a day and the value of sleep and yeah. you know, clearing your head and all that kind of stuff totally and if you're a tv host you know you're you have to be on point you have to be like show up refreshed and ready to go when it's your call time and you know it's kind of hard to, to to balance on making out content when you're doing that so it was a good experience but definitely um we had to kind of learn new skills and try to find a way to make this work as we continue to up level because you know the original question of the show is like what constitutes a tv show for me i think it's like the amount of the amount of other people that went into making this show was really humbling like we've always been in a position where we're able to try to do things ourselves and there's a lot to be said about the importance of self-reliance and and being able to to be kind of a like a one-man show sort of thing even though there's two of us but to be able to be only one point, one cog in a larger wheel that's spinning so well and to be part of the Tastemade group, they've got like hundreds of employees and tons of talent and great ideas and tons of support. So that was really, to me, very humbling and very awesome to be a part of. Mm -hmm. And that's, to me, what constitutes it being a show because we really were able to do something that we couldn't do on our own. Mm -hmm. yeah. And like working with people who are specialists, I think that like as a content creator a youtuber whatever you want to call us like we're essentially jack of all trades like and we're all autodidactic to a degree like we've we're self-taught self-taught i gotta look that up yeah i, mean, I had to look it up earlier yourself. what is that, in his bio called, oh his oh is a self-taught person he, he, by the way Shit. he's he's, I, he's I got know that you gotta watch got, your videos man oh man i gotta read josh that. has some beef on your on your bios uh -oh. yeah, how come you got 50 facts about you and you only got 15 it was actually supposed he, he to only too. be uh yeah it's supposed to be equal but then again you know it is partnerships. Equal. that's it a is equal. big difference 50 it is it is quite large i learned a lot about you not much about you well i try to tell him i say hey bro i know you already filmed your video of 12 but i think the way to do this is fewer more facts shorter and faster and so i redid mine okay he did a yeah. second video to make up for it oh so did i i don't remember that one you did you <laughs> did so so the show is basic versus baller yes uh-huh 
And, and which one's basic and which one's bollocks? Well, let changes me, every episode. Oh, no, does it? Let okay. me explain. Yeah, no, they answer. If they're here, why don't I just ask them? Because I'm representing. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I'm a fan. It's called Zane's okay. World. I'm a fan, right, yeah. Josh. They, they, Next uh, time I'll be on the porch. And the, <laughs> so in here. Or you could just open the door, dude. <laughs> yeah, we could push them out. <laughs> um, so they answer a trivia question, right? Mm-hmm. And then one of them gets to basically live like a baller and go to like. I saw the Hong Kong mm-hmm. episode and go to mm-hmm. a really amazing suite. And then the other guy lives in a trash can. Yeah. <laughs> it's essentially, it's not can? a trash can. No, it's called like a capsule a little, hotel. It's, a, it's, oh, a, it's one of those. It's, it's a rad. hostel, which it is was. basically. It was Oscar. the first time I felt seriously inclined to do my homework on a destination before I went. I usually like to arrive to a place and like get the lay of the land visually and get the feel of it. And then kind of dive into the info where I see fit. Yeah. But because it was a trivia based question, I was like, well, shit. I it was trivia based, but what were the grounds for it? It was just trivia it was about just Hong trivia, Kong. Random they, trivia, dude. It was like you couldn't study for it if you tried. Like, let's be honest. It was like weird things like, like how tall is Taipei one oh one? Or yeah, like hundred and one Hundred and one feet. No, it's like Lord, the answers yeah. are like fifteen hundred feet. Seventeen. Like how long? Like how long is the Mekong? Whoa! You know, you're in you're in Laos and you're like I trying did. to memorize I, other facts. Wikipedia, baby. I looked at that Wikipedia. So you were page. so you guys were studying. So okay. So at the end, I asked this question and you weren't able to tell me this last time. Can you tell me now if we consider the baller the winner? Mm-hmm. Who who won? I think that we're tied at the end of the at the end of the season. Like it worked out pretty evenly. Like they were pretty good about the questions being stuff that like didn't give like one person's realm of knowledge a, a more specific advantage. It was it was pretty hard for us. I both. think the producer was you know she she was an awesome person. She is an awesome person. Katie, you crushed it on the show. But I also think she was probably like, let's keep this fair. <laughs> it was like when it gets to Alex, it's like no more questions about hair products because yeah. he's obviously going to crush it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I have to even. Dude, it what? Out. I, I even like, what literally don't even wash my hair. <laughs> well, I swear to God, everybody talks it. about my hair. You're, you're all not the helping time. it because your, your, your hair, is, your hair is fantastic. You know what it is? Vitamin D. <laughs> Just crush vitamin D. I just D. like well, I also have a deficiency in it, so I just eat like and, it, and, and I'm sorry, does it day. comb your hair too? Because it, does. it gels it. It gels it. Well. Okay, I'll give it away. It Here's the decide. secret. Here's the secret. Okay. It's uh it's from <laughs> Mitch. What's his name? It's called Paul, Paul Mitchell, Mitchell. Yeah. And it's called Reformer. Okay? Go on Amazon. Oh, you so, can there, buy them. so so there you is can, a product. There is a product. Yeah, I didn't say I was productless. I, I just said I didn't really wash my hair. Okay. <laughs> but that keep, also is keep adding You're supposed to leave your oils in your hair. That's yeah. good for you. Yeah, this last year I started washing my hair less. Yeah. So I do maybe is like that... three days and then I wash it there with my soap. That's yeah. Yeah. No, I rinse it every day or Yeah, whatever, you rinse. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What? No, no. I, I'm, I'm, That's a thing, I'm, man. I'm learning. Yeah, no, I know. You have to keep your essential, uh, you know, your oils. That's yeah. made my hair a lot because my hair is crazy, man. I can't do anything with it most times. Sorry to go winner loser, but it makes it clear. I consider the the person who lost the question the loser. Wait, and- but like. Because it sounds like both of those sounds like really cool experiences. They are. Of course they are. So I mean, like location you're in. Of course, someone's going to want to go the baller route and have the nice. But at the same time, do you guys prefer? Of course, both of them would want to go the baller route, which is why they both studied up before they got the question. I mean, like honestly, let me put it like this: the basic route, a lot of the times, was a way more realistic and engaging experience and maybe easier See, it, sitting here like that sounds more appealing to me honestly mm. like of course it is because i'm sitting here in la and like i'm not actually yeah. experiencing it but just hearing the stuff that you're going to do like yeah. that sounds we, more we called the that dinners the dinners of existential despair because when you were a baller you ate alone like 
Um, no one else can afford there. to eat Nobody with else you. can afford to eat there. <laughs> Oftentimes when you get luxury, you're paying for isolation, you know, and that can be kind Oh, that's of, interesting. It can kind yeah. of be insulating from the local culture. And that's like, I think that's the downside of luxury travel. And so like, I don't think we are millennials, so there are no winners and losers. We all get trophies. And in this case, like everyone's special. <laughs> everyone's special. <laughs> These we're all special for sure, yeah. Yeah. So the point is that like, even if you got basic uh, rather than the baller, you're still going to have a great time. I think you travel a little bit closer to the ground. And as a TV host, you have an opportunity to provide people with actionable information, useful tips, rather than just making them feel like they're doing something wrong with their life. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they don't want to be like inspiring. Sometimes the baller is so ostentatious that like the reaction's like, oh, dude, who is this guy? Like, what's what's going on with this? Especially, sure? yeah, bro, yeah. you took it, let's be honest, you took it to a whole new level. You, the clothes, the sunglasses. Oh, uh, I mean, let's just say this. Bro. I was prepared. <laughs> I was yeah. prepared. Awesome. We had there was no stylist, and I brought my own wardrobe. And if I won the baller, I had to you know look the part. You can't, you, be, you can't be in a Michelin starred restaurant in a t shirt. Yeah, you no. sure as hell can't be in there with a freaking beret. You can't. I in France, think in some uh, you have yeah. to. Yeah, I, I exactly. In his defense, Zane is on the same page <laughs> yes, as me. Yes. So yeah, when you have an opportunity to wear a beret, you wear a beret. Yeah, there are very few opportunities to wear a beret. There are very few, it, but yeah. the ones that he was yeah. in, South were of the France, ones, South of France, you know. Michelin star. Yes, you have to. The beret yeah. came out uh, in other places too. I'm going to have to ask you to leave because you are not wearing a beret. Yeah, no. I, what would you like for the star? Oh, my God. You know what? Excuse me. Excuse me, monsieur. It was my Cinderella moment, and I wasn't going to let... I was going to be back before midnight, you know? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> my pumpkin was staying all night. <laughs> you, know, you know, by the way, speaking of all night pumpkins... Uh-huh. Um, Josh, we went to that was a uh, harsh transition. Thanks, man. No, well, you're not like the pumpkin, you're, you're not like the pumpkin of it. But um, why are you turning orange? Um, so, so uh, we went out to an absinthe place. Okay, uh, after we went to a beer place, I yeah. think the same day in uh, in Switzerland, and you know, I I knew I had to work the next day, and I I I just usually like. I have my fun, right? Like if right. people are, are hanging out, I do my hanging out in the scene. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the scene, we don't need to hang out more. I'm like, we're good. Yeah. Us, you know, like that's, yeah. you can that's chase it. the ferry alone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, so so Mel and I went home, and uh, and then Josh and some of the crew stayed, and some of the crew left. Like I probably left at like nine because we had started maybe around five, mm. and then uh, some of the crew left around eleven, and then we saw uh, hotel footage. Um, oh, no. Security footage of That's Josh coming in at 5.23 in the morning. <laughs> let oh, me just say no. that the guy we were hanging out with was a bartender. So he's like, mm-hmm. hey, let me show you all the cool cocktails here and a couple of the bars that like all of us bartenders yeah, he took go you to. Around. You should clarify yeah. that when you come in with cameras to bars – People generally really want to hook you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what happened. It's, yeah, like well, on no, a major level. Yeah. They, yeah. But like after, everyone after runs away the... except for the people that want to be there helping you get more, more <laughs> yeah. drunk. And then Gio, who was a uh, he's our camera guy on uh, Four Sheets. He's also a bartender. So they were like competing, like, hey, oh, taste no. this, hey, taste this, hey, taste this. And then all of a sudden, we're in a different bar, and I don't know where we are in Switzerland anymore. <laughs> and then, and so you couldn't leave because I... you were trapped, I guess. In well, know. it was it was a good time, and I, I yeah, so I. <laughs> As a producer, like I try to keep myself pretty contained and I take care of the crew. So there's not a lot of nights that I cut loose yeah. and have fun. Mm-hmm. But I do allow for like one or two nights a trip. And that was one of them. I was yeah. like, yes, this is yeah. it. We're going to go there. Yeah. You got to take it when you can get it. Yeah. You know? So I, I don't remember a lot about that night. But I do <laughs> remember very vividly coming up the stairs at the hotel and looking at the door number in front of me and being like, shit. I don't know what room is mine. Oh, no. I don't remember my room yeah. number. 
the, the yes, exactly. You remember the, so how do we get the floor to the number? Security, the how do we get to the security footage? That's well, my question. It was the next day going down and saying, hey, do you mind? Because he told us a story. So going down there and asking, hey, can we see what this footage was or whatever? So what are you supposed to do? You get up there. You don't know your room number. What's What do you do? So I just very quietly like slid my key into every door until the door opened. That's cool. Done. Oh, wow. That's way You could have the front desk is probably what I would have done. Oh, that's a great idea. That requires walking back downstairs. Okay. So that was yours was a sober suggestion. Yeah. I know. Very, yeah, Do you very, know that the Germans have an idea, the word for this, they call it a schnapsidea, which is like an idea you have when drinking schnapps. Like, <laughs> That's okay, exactly what that okay, was. It's, it's, it's like idea. a it schnapps would, idea. Yeah, it would be more like, oh, <laughs> we're all drinking schnapps in Switzerland or whatever, and then we go, oh, look at this gigantic house covered in snow. Like, let's belly slide off of it. You know, that's a schnapps idea, more than that. Yeah, well, we, mine we, worked. I yeah. got to my room at some point. Yours know. was not necessarily a schnapps idea. Yours was sort of a shotgun approach result. <laughs> I remember one time when I went um, in college, we were after coming back from the bars, we went bush diving. Just run out to a bush uh, and just that dive, was dive like through jackass it. days. That huh? was just dumb. No, that was unfortunately it was before. Before, before. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville stealing <laughs> yeah. those ideas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two last questions. One. Just when you guys are doing a YouTube series, for people who want to know, you know, they ask this question a lot. Not that this really matters, but it's a question I'm sure you guys get. What is the camera that you guys are shooting? Oh, I wanted to know that, but I thought okay. you were going to make fun of me for asking. Well, of course I'll make we fun of you. We shoot primarily on Sony, all on Sony so Alpha cameras. A7S and the A7R2 or the A7R3. The R3 depends. is good, man. Yeah. Does that, that have a screen where you can look, you can flip no. it so you can look back? No. So, oh, so you don't, you don't do that kind of stuff? No. Sensor on that Just thing? turn the autofocus on and check your clip after you film it. Oh, to make sure that oh, make sure that everything's mm. reviewed. So that's what Joel Got had it. was the A7R3. Uh-huh. Or no, I'm sorry, the A7R3. That's what we shot most a lot of our b-roll on but you mm-hmm. and then you do you change lenses and stuff mm-hmm. oh okay oh, that's... what kind of lenses do you use just the ones that we feature on our channel which you should go to and look at and <laughs> click on their affiliate he's just links. trying to get they're mostly okay, sony yeah, sony's they're eyes sony. <laughs> yeah not, well, no, all the, the g series yeah. yeah. okay cool yeah and then you know i've been playing around with the uh with the hero 7 have you guys ever used i that? just saw that the other day it's at the amazing. store i didn't know it came out because i have the six black yeah and i just saw that the seven came out why so, what is the seven do? well the seven is just got amazing in-camera stabilization and by the way it's the gopro for gopro people. for yeah. gopro and plus you can get it with the karma grip which is like a oh, yeah. I yeah, love that. Thing. That's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. So last week I was uh, at the end of the like last weekend I was I was snowboarding in Tahoe and Mammoth and I took out the Hero Seven and I filmed myself snowboarding down the mountain at like f- full speed and talking to the camera and the audio was perfect. Like didn't even have That's any crazy. sound problem like no wind because that was the big drawback with like mm-hmm. the one two three and maybe the four yeah sure. they sound, you sound like you're under, underwater yeah or something. yeah yeah but or the six the like i noticed the six is pretty good and, and the seven to, is great really that's great next that's level great to know. and you yeah. have a drone as well mm-hmm. yes so what do you guys have Mavic. Mavic. Two. Oh, you got the two we just like got it? the two we we've used it in that's a pro the pro two really nice yeah the pro the one inch sensor so i have the one the Mavic Pro, Mavic, dude. But honestly, there, there's a feature that I love in the Mavic original one that's not in the new one, which was you can um, you can tilt from horizontal to vertical, so you can shoot in landscape and in oh, portrait. Yeah, yeah. So if you're like trying to get something for your Instagram story, you can just click a button and the drone camera and, and, will and rotate. And they don't have the feature anymore. No, because oh. I think because the camera is too big. Because they did a bigger camera this time, right? Yeah. The bigger sensor. That's good. Because that's my one complaint about the one. So you're shooting 4K on the tiny sensor and you're Mm -hmm. shooting a lot of buildings. Yeah. You get that, uh, what's the word for it? Moray on it. Uh, You know, it's like kind of pixelated and the lines aren't exactly sharp. Yeah. 1080 looks good with a 4K. So they were 
saying that no one cares about what I'm saying. Right no, no, no. They're no. saying I, that I, upgrading I, I, the, the, talk. the, the sensor yeah. size, if it was a little bit bigger, that that would get rid of that. So I'm hoping yeah. that's... I, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised with it. And it's yeah. cool that you can adjust the aperture, well, that's, which that's is nice. really awesome. Yeah. Because yeah. I have a, fly, a filter yeah. set for yeah. mine, for the one. The filters... Dude, if you're going to get a drone, get yourself a set of filters, too. Yeah. It's going to change your life. A filter, like a physical filter. Yeah, physical glass filter. Like, uh, like, like a polarizer? Polar Pro, I think, makes the good ones, but there's I got a, a little kit for like 60 bucks. Yeah. It's got a polarizer and two indie filters. Yeah. Do you guys... Um, do you get the insurance? Yeah. Yeah. That we, was a pain in the ass. Oh, to what? To follow through on it? Uh, no, insurance is just difficult for... No, I, I meant... Size. No, I meant like on, oh, on, on the actual... Oh, on your product? Just on, just on the oh. Mavic. Uh, that's a no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's covered. It's covered by our production insurance, right? But there's a deductible, right? Yeah. So like, because yeah. because like the Mavic has one. I think it's like one ninety nine or something ninety nine or whatever it is. But mm. then to to turn yours in, it costs you one ninety nine. So at the end, you're sitting at three, mm. and you, and then what actually broke? I, so I didn't do it, and then I was literally outside the house practicing and it said return to like it was low on juice so it said mm-hmm. return to home and home was i mean 15 yeah. 20 feet away but instead of just making a, a beeline it went up because uh, it had there had been some trees so in the area so it was went right smart. into a you tree got, and oh, then and then crashed tips tips yeah well now cancel return to home always i was pressing cancel and it wouldn't Never, it wouldn't take dude once you hit 35 percent battery come home and you should be aware of your there's distance. No, there's no fun in that. There's not, there's but no that's, how, that's how you keep <laughs> a drone. Cowboy. That's how you keep a drone for <laughs> yeah. two or three years. That's true. That's you true. Know? Well, I'm going to tell you one thing that has not changed, and that is my trivia questions. From uh Here we go. And so if you guys can uh, recall the... Do you remember what the topic was? Oh, gosh. I think I lost. Okay, so so here's what you, you're going to obviously buzz I, want, I remember that I want a jacket from you. From did you how, did, did you adventure. get it? No, that never happened. Okay, see, the episode has to air. Okay. Yeah. Actually, that's my fault. <laughs> yeah. you guys, you, everyone gets one. So you might get two, and if you want to share okay. with your brother, that's fine. Okay. Um, so, so it was uh, cities or places that have changed their name over oh, time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yes. I'll basically ask you the name of the city, mm-hmm. and, well, whatever the question is, you guys answer it. So buzz in with your name. And Ding-ding. Josh. Okay. You know, I know that you and I read through these earlier. No, that's not true. You, true? You haven't seen There's it. one that I, I was hoping you wouldn't do an example because I think it's the one I might know. Uh, okay. All right. Cool. So all all super clear. Yeah. And we're playing for an adventure jacket. So okay. uh, I, I won't even write your Since name. I have one. Can I just play for beer? <laughs> you play, I'll play for beer. under what? Like you're going to go to my fridge and get a, get a yeah, beer? Pretty much. You, a celebratory if you <laughs> yeah. win? Yeah, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. All right. What is the former name of Ho Chi Minh? Alex. Uh, Alex. It was Saigon. Wow, you we almost moved away from you. Mm-hmm. I almost fell asleep in that pause. Yeah. Um, what, I was just making sure. <laughs> what uh, What Australian city was known as Bear Brass? Bear Brass. Alex Brisbane. Uh, eh. nope. Melbourne. You say no, like no, you're wrong, Zane. Look, check no, the back I was like, uh, what's your answer? Melbourne. Yes. Oh, it's like you've what, been what, there. What the way you, you said it. it. He, I, I guessed it. He said Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Melbourne. I, I knew the Melbourne. first. I knew Saigon, but I didn't know that answer. Why, did, why didn't you say Melbourne? Uh, Melbourne. 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 Because we're Cause you know, our, fam- our, our family's from New Zealand, so we have the pronunciation. Oh, that we want to. you know that that city in Spain that begins with a B. Mm-hmm. How would you say that? Okay. <laughs> no, but Americans always overdo it. They're like Barcelona. Aren't you supposed to drag it out? Barcelona. Or like Barcelona. I call it Barcelona. Barcelona. What was the Indian city of Mumbai? Marco. I heard Alex. I'm sorry. Bombay. 
Uh, yes, yeah. that is correct. Wow, question. I'm I mean, coming for you, two, two to one. Okay, shit. Uh, Josh, Josh, <laughs> Josh, check your buzzer, please. Check your buzzer. Josh. There we go. Okay, thanks. I think the, there's a delay on mine. The city formerly known as Constantinople. Marco. Damn it, that was the one. I'm too slow. Istanbul. Yeah, Istanbul. Who, who's, who get that? Get I'll take one. so you close. You guys well, that would be tied, yeah. Was there any delay? I don't know. Yeah, there was delay. Right, so it's tied I up. Uh, in China, the city of Guangzhou used to be known as what? Marco. Canton. No, it was not known as Marco. <laughs> Alex, what'd you say? Canton. Canton, yeah, exactly. Yeah. How do you say, how do you pronounce it now? Guangzhou. Wow. <laughs> Working on that one. Guangzhou. <laughs> Guangzhou. <laughs> Have you been there? Uh, no. You know, it's funny. I mentioned uh, going to Guangzhou. They have a really big, actually, they have the biggest trade fair mm-hmm. in the in, in Asia. I think the world. Mm-hmm. So, you, so it's an area the size of a football field. All of the different like shoemakers, or you know, yeah. and, it's, and it's really nice. It's beautiful, well done. So it's the size of a football field, and there's forty football fields. Oh my god! So oh my god. so you couldn't even physically walk through the whole thing in a day. Yeah. Well, that's like the place. It's right right next to uh it's right next to Hong Kong and that's where they produce yeah. all of the stuff that's like the companies are based in Hong Kong and then the factories are in. Is Guangzhou. that where you get they're, Cantonese they're, from? They're, they're, yeah. That's where Cantonese food comes from. And the Cantonese food is what you would know as Chinese food. Mm-hmm. You say in Chinese food, you're you're yeah. thinking Cantonese. Yeah, there's Shenzhen and but we were talking about uh Guangzhou and he's like I've never heard of it. And I was like, oh, I think it's maybe the number, the ninth biggest city in the world. Yeah, that's the thing about China that's crazy is like the number of cities that are like in the millions and tens of millions yeah. per person is just like mind boggling. I would There's like so to do many a of them. China series this year. Do it. You know? Yeah. It'd be fun. Cool. And when you go to Guangzhou, it'll, I mean, it, especially if you go when it's a nice, like the spring or whatever, I mean, you're going to be like, oh, it's pretty amazing. And, and the, the Guangzhou. Guangzhou. Oh, Guangzhou. Guangzhou. Hello. Um, they like ch- took a, a swath of land from like about two miles up from the city all the way to the river and then across the river and then just just tore it all down to build their new modern Guangzhou. Whoa. So when you go there, you'll see like old buildings and then boom, there's all these new – and the new buildings are just amazing. What's that? Nouveau Guangzhou. It is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but it's but it's amazing and it's something you couldn't do in a non-communist country because yeah. you can't just be like, oh, we're going to tear everyone's yeah. things down. Right? Cultural Eminent revolution. Let's just yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So I know it's heated. Uh, Marco has three. Uh, Alex has uh, two and Josh – well, am I playing? Stop playing. Play. You didn't tell me I was um, playing. Josh is at the fridge grabbing a beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where my mind's been a this victory whole time. beer. The country of Persia is now known. Alex. Marco. Iran. Uh, you gotta let him, you're going to yes. let him finish oh, the come on. sentence you're, here? Yeah, no, no. I mean, come on. That, okay. I didn't know that was good because yeah. then I would just say, Alex, I mean, you wouldn't even say the I sentence. I mean, but he did too. He was like a half a, he was yeah, a fraction of a second yeah. slower. Yeah. Hence the complaint. Uh, the South uh, East Asian country of Burma. Marco. Alex. <laughs> Myanmar. Wow. That's so good. We're both so pretty good. sharp on this, so it's kind of... It's... Sometimes I forget who's Marco and who's Alex. Do you so guys ever forget sometimes? Yeah. Okay, good. I, yeah. My parents it's, do. It's, it's not just me. Uh, the northern African country of Abyssinia. Alex. Is Ethiopia. Wow. Hmm. That's so good. You guys studied since last time. But also Eritrea, okay? It okay, so... Two countries and split. So here is a tiebreaker, and I remember that one of you guys got this. Uh, the town of Truth or Consequences. Alex. Alex? Yeah, it's in Texas. New Mexico. Damn it. That was yes. it. That was it. I won. 
Did you that was the question Marco. from last time. Yeah. Marco gets the jacket. From yeah, last time. victory. Yeah. Karma. So, so in 1950, the town of Hot Springs, New Mexico, changed its name to Truth or Consequences after the radio show that basically said they would go and record from whoever, whatever city uh, changes their name to the name of the of the show. The wow. tiebreaker, by the way, which we can just give to Josh and see if he gets right. This is worth, uh, <laughs> this is worth five points. So you can tie with Marco. Right, go for it. Uh, what canal of, of the three I'm going to list uh, is the longest? Panama Canal, uh, Suez Canal, or Erie Canal? Erie. Erie is correct. Mm-hmm. Five points. So you tie. You tie. Yes. I get my beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for coming on the show. Yeah. Uh, all of your your social. You have your own social, I guess. Yeah. You're, we, not, you're, well, not, we you're have, not just Vega Brothers. We have both. We yeah. have uh, the Vega Brothers is on Instagram, Facebook, uh, and YouTube, and then we also have our own as well. So Alex Vega and uh, <laughs> it's, Alex the Vagabond. Oh, okay. Uh, and M A R K O Marco with a K Marco Ailing A Y L I N G. Okay, so my name. And then, but and then, if someone wants to see you guys right now, which I assume if they buy a computer, they're already looking it up. They just go to Vaga Brothers V A G A Brothers. Just, Probably best to yeah. go to YouTube. You I mean, could go to our website, but I mean, it hasn't it, been updated you just, in a, you like just, a year. If you just type it in Google, yeah. it'll bring it you to your YouTube. Yeah, series it kind of gives you everything. Go, go subscribe. It's great. I didn't even say. Well, we'll say this in the lead-in of why we started watching these guys. Oh, I wanted to talk to them about yeah, that. Yeah. But yeah, we'll talk about it. Later. You want to talk about it real quick? We want to know. We yeah. Oh, did you, did he tell you this last time? No. No, we stumbled upon you guys when we were planning on shooting in Cusco. This is why you guys are oh. in my house. Yeah, this is... Uh, so we were looking at stuff and looking at shooting at Machu Picchu. Nice. And Mel, the other producer for the show, she found your guys' video when you did the uh, 360 VR up there. Yeah. Right. And so we watched the whole thing and went around through the whole crew. We watched oh, the whole thing cool. like, oh, we have to go to Machu Picchu now. Yeah, like, but, yeah. but for, for me, it was... We were trying to figure out... You know, before you go to Machu Picchu and, you know, Cusco is the gateway and what is, you know, you fly into Lima, like, what does that all mean? If you've never been there, you're picturing it in your brain and you're picturing it wrong. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to know, like, is it worth it to take the um, Hiram Bingham train train or or, or do you take the the other train? Now, for you guys, I I think that they comped you. Is that right? They're much nicer to you guys than for us. So for us, they the hair, dude. (laughs) For us, they didn't. Yeah. And I think it was $800. Yeah, they're pushing eight hundred bucks. Yeah, person. Uh huh. Yeah, Yeah. there and back. I ate something, and there was a African princess on the train, so they wouldn't let us do anything. No, we took a camera on there to shoot stuff. We we could only have ourselves. We couldn't talk to any guests. And then when they came through, it, it was it was like at first they were treating us not awesome. And yeah. by the way, they didn't pay us anything. <laughs> so they didn't yeah, give us yeah. free things. So like, 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 yeah. But how many, people, how many people were you? Well, we were six, mm. but we took half on the Hiram Bingham and we and, and half rode the other train okay. because we didn't we didn't need it. Resentful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Actually, they, I think they had they had like a fashion show on their way back. Yeah. Really. And we I just think had, so. Like, what we did is we did one way place. up. We, okay. did one, we only did it one way, yeah. so we only asked to get on the way there. The way there, such the right decision because the way back you're tired and who cares? And then you're not drinking the Cusco sours or whatever. No. Pisco oh, sours. Right. The funny thing is they give you all the Pisco Sours on the way up there. And then there is a guided tour yeah. of mm-hmm. Machu Picchu. And then most people will go back on the train that night. So we were planning on shooting the, ne- the day after and the day after that. Oh, wow. And so we did our pre-production hammered because we got <laughs> off the sh- we got off the train after having all these yep. Pisco Sours. And then we had this drunken tour of Machu Picchu. Awesome. Well, from there tomorrow. From there. Okay, cool. See you guys at Sunrise. <laughs> And that was pretty much. It was like we we try to do so much pre production on Machu Picchu, but it's hard because you're it's like really hard. Yeah. You're trying to think like, 
what is this going to look like, especially with a 360 camera? Like, when we place this camera in the Temple of the Sun, where exactly does it need to be? Also, you're not allowed to stop moving, really, and you're not allowed to go backwards. So it's like you're in a river, essentially, like a lazy river where you walk through the whole complex. But if you were like, oh, wait a second, we want to go double check just up there. There's a guy like pops out of uh, a ruin somewhere and and, like tells you you can't go. So you have to know your shots before you start through the maze because once you get in it, you can't go back. Did you get a a permit? Yeah, we had permit. Okay, but there's this one moment. Yeah, we did too. We did. Yeah, Yeah, there's one. There's one moment that we that we had to cut where we we were like put the camera down with the 360 camera and we're we're delivering the line and it's like this really complex line that involves both of us timing and we get it and right when we finish it, this guy comes and goes. Chicos, chicos, yeah. chicos. Like, like he's like, hey guys. He's just like, going, boys, well, boys. well, well, well. <laughs> what you. do we have here? And we're like, you hijo de puta, walk away. What are you doing? You just fucked <laughs> up our shot. Excuse my my language, but <laughs> but they really. Which one, the Spanish or the English one? Both. We both. Lost it on him. We were like, dude. Dude, we're like, like <sighs> oh god. And then we showed him the permit, and then he like apologized and disappeared. But it was back like raining. But so we but, had to do it between rains. Now so. there's one piece of information that you're not giving us is the fact that Alex was dressed like Hiram yeah, Bingham the, the, the Explorer that yes. was definitely that was my favorite part that was like a I, I took some creative <laughs> creative liberties yeah. with that role uh, I channeled my inner Matthew McConaughey Hiram Bingham was an Oxford like he was an East right, Coast like right, right. yeah like Harvard kind of kind of dude buttoned up he From was New a Jersey US senator he did not have a southern accent I threw it in there because it just felt it just felt it just felt yeah. right. channeling Some, it, sometimes it just felt right. we cut like a lot of lines from there that were like implying that he was kind of this weird perv but it works really well. there's a lot of jokes about llamas and loneliness I, in the mountains <laughs> I was hoping that when you went up there that we would be able to spot a llama I didn't realize that, duh, it's like a tourist attraction. They, 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 they sort of place them. I think the they keep them. them in there just as the they, native uh, lawnmower. Yeah. You know? Oh, they for don't sure. actually have to, do. like. And at night, they, they, they rain them all in uh, and they put them into a pen. And then it, during uh, the day, they, they let them out. So, uh, well, if you want to see uh, their visit to Machu Picchu, just go onto their YouTube channel mm-hmm. and you can find it. Cool. And it's, this is how I'm going to. Uh, research all of our places in the, in the future Sounds so watch, you, watch yeah. you guys do it first and I'm gonna just do it like that <laughs> yeah yeah well hey thank you for having us of course Appreciate thanks guys great chatting I hope this quality of sound works out and we don't have to do it again but maybe we should but if why don't we just do it again anyways yeah and next time we With need the, it, n- drinks yes yeah. forget this dry January Let's, stuff. why don't this we do like a you know like a Friday late afternoon where we can kind of okay. you know, roll in with a couple of cocktails done sounds better done deal I have to Uber here though yes that is fine <laughs> that's a good point we should have done it today but next yeah, time we will. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again. Thanks, guys. Every car comes with its share of stories. That ding in your bumper when you nervously picked up your first date or the mileage you saved by riding your bike all summer. While you can't put a price tag on your stories, now with True Car, you can at least find out what your car is worth when it's time to sell or trade in. Go to True Car. Simply enter in your license plate number. This is what I talked about earlier. You can use your license plate yeah. now? And watch how your car's details pop up. Go there right now. Then just answer a few questions. Navigation, moonroof, high mileage. You already knew it was going to cost you, but now you'll know how much of a hit it's going to take before so you can plan ahead. Once you're finished, you'll get a true cash offer sent to you in minutes. You should go sell your car right now. I think I'm thinking about it. (laughs) Which you can take to a local certified dealer to cash out or trade in. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True cash offer is not available in all areas. Well, you're here. Might as well join us. Welcome to Zane's World. 
I, I'm going to send him their jackets. And I want to be clear. I want to be no. Hold on. I want to be clear what happened. I forgot to send him his jacket. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's pretty obvious. Okay. That's what happened. But but I knew that they were coming back when they were done shooting their stuff. So I knew I'd have, have an opportunity to give them their jackets. Should I have ordered the jackets and haven't been been here waiting for them? Yeah, yeah. it's debatable. Yeah, well, I bet they. I bet they could ride scooters. Oh my God, they could ride scooters. <laughs> yeah, then. Uh, All right, so here's the update on Four Sheets. This is what I have right now. So we shot a a season of Four Sheets, six episodes. Two years ago. (laughs) No, it was this past past summer. It was supposed to come out in in November, uh, the official launch in November, then December, then January. Now it's, it's Valentine's Day. And I think it's Valentine's. It's Valentine. It's always Valentine's. Valentine's. And uh, the deal is uh, the information that I've gotten that I can share. Matter of fact, it's the only information that I have. Is that is that is that? Did you um, even like get it? Fans will get an opportunity to quote save the show again, which I think means we get we the the potential of another season pushing for season two. Which, by the way, anyone who's ever seen the show has flipped and said that. It, they were fans of Three Sheets, and it's better. That's I it. think this is the best work we've ever done. It's the best thing. It's the best thing I've ever done. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, and they and so the network also said, uh, in order to save the show again, which again get more episodes and watch these episodes, people need an Amazon Prime membership. Oh, sweet, I have one. Well, I can watch the show that. But I you just also made. have them on your computer because you're the one. I do. That's true. At home, but but so anyway, that's that's the update. I'm hoping next week we have more to share. But to me, that sounds like Four Sheets is going to be on Amazon Prime. That is that's awesome. That's what it sounds like to me. Um, all right. Here's the Matchbox story. So Jessica, my sister, you know, in Palo Alto, yes. she texted me the other day. She was like, holy shit, you're never going to believe what I found. I'm like, what? So she's walking with the kids uh, down the street, and she walks by this trash can, and somebody's loading, like, boxes into trash cans. And there's, like, a box on the top kind of half open. And she's, like, looking in it as she walks by, like a little spy. And she sees all these bright-colored boxes in there, like little boxes. And so she looks in there, and she's like, they're little cars. And so she, like, asks the person who's loading stuff, like, is this trash? And they're like, yeah. And she's like, do you mind if I take any of these? And he's like, no, take it all. It's all getting picked up by the trash tomorrow morning, whatever you want. And so you, you pull up the pictures to show Josh as I sort of take over. And so Mel hadn't told me. Yeah. And then all well, of a sudden. You, I was going to tell you, but you were in a conference all I know, day but I, long. I know. But but so then she finally tells me, like, you know, hours, she had this information yeah. to herself. And they're antique, mint, vintage matchbox cars and i mean from like before they were made over here when they were made in england are you serious like i don't know if it's from the 50s yeah it was the 50s the 50s in box vintage i mean like not even a script the box looks like it was no dust who's throwing that away so apparently it was like a 93 year old guy that lived there that passed away and these were like Maybe not the direct family yeah. or whatever it is, and they had no idea. They had no idea. Up Those Pal- things are worth money. Up in Palo Alto, I think. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they inherited millions of dollars. So to them, a few hundred, they're just like, we got to clear it out so we can sell the house. Money I don't know. doesn't matter. Money, I mean, <laughs> like, but like maybe to them, they didn't realize it. But like, it's one of those things where I can't think. Think and and by the way, there's probably about 50, 50 cars. Oh my gosh! She'll, she'll show you the pictures. Yeah, it'll blow your mind. Trying to find uh, diff, diff, from, from different from different eras. There were some from 1968. Um, there were some from the 50s. There was all these different because we were all like looking them up. Yeah, we're not 100 percent sure, but but one of them of just a random one they pulled out that we tried to find might be worth three grand. 
Are you serious? Oh my yeah. god! So those, you can flip through those pictures. Well, uh, yeah, uh, maybe. Holy crap! What do you think? <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Do you think there's a photo? That you no, no, there's nothing bad. I just didn't put them in order. If you see a penis, Holy, that's just a joke. These are Hot Wheels from the friggin' '60s. Yeah, Matchbox. Hot Wheels. It says, "Oh yeah, okay." Then there's also. Okay, there's, 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 is yeah, that the same thing? No, different company. There's that's Hot crazy. There's Hot Wheels. There's Matchboxes. Um. And, and, and anyway, so we're just like, but it's like what? do you see all those old yellow boxes? Yeah. And, uh, I'll show you. She took some of them out and showed me. Oh, I'm going through them. These yeah. are awesome. <laughs> Mel is going to share these on her, on her Instagram stories. If you go to at Mel Lamper, you can check Someone out some was pictures. throwing these away. That's crazy. Away. Isn't it crazy? So okay, it gets a little bit, uh, it gets a little bit deeper. One step deeper. Wait, so did Jess take them? She took them. Yeah, that's, I mean, th- those are taken in her house. Good. Those photos. Throws these away. It's insane. That's nuts. Even if they were worth a dollar a piece, they're gorgeous. They're in. They're in the original boxes. Yeah, that's awesome. I know it's crazy. My brother-in-law collects Hot Wheels, and, so he would kill for them. And by the way, do you notice that the box is a matchbox? Yeah, that's how. That's like because they were the shape. I of didn't a know they came like that. Yeah, exactly. That is crazy. Not like the plastic containers, like you know. Oh, later is that on. the whole thing? Like, like it was match. Like it was, that's why the matchbox card because it's matchbox. It yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, and, and they like slide open too. So I find out, and I'm just like, wait, what? And I'm texting with Jess, and then her husband and Mel and I were on a, a text chain. Yeah, Did I said that right. Sex, text chain, sex chain. You, no, you said <laughs> text chain. <laughs> text chain. And so I'm just like, wait, what's going on? And they're in bed. I'm like, no, no, no. You need to show me what's going on. Come to find out, the the next morning was trash day, and Ed, who travels internationally yeah. for work, he had just flown in and he was exhausted. And it was like dark. It was like nine thirty at night or ten, like at ten o'clock at night, I think. And he was exhausted, and she's in bed, and the kids are down. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What else is in that trash can? Yeah. And like, we don't know. I'm like, it's like a no, magic you, trash can. You Get guys, up and go. You yeah. guys, you have to go over there and see what's it's in like there. Like finding treasure. I know. And exactly. they're like, no, we're exhausted. It's raining. I'm like, oh my god, you're killing me. Like, yeah. we you like just took dying. the thing that was off the top. You took one box with yeah. you and walked away. In there. Who knows exactly. what else What's is in there? Like collector you guys should have called me. That's only a three-hour like, drive. I know. I, mean, I mean, honestly, I I debated on running up there. <laughs> yeah, we were like, ah, is it worth it? Is it worth it? And then it, that's so that's the unknown. I don't so know. My dad and I, he does construction, and for a while, the federal government did a program in Fresno where they took foreclosed homes and paid contractors to come in and fix them up so they were livable, and then they sold them. Uh, at a really affordable price. It was a way to get houses back on the market. So we went into one, and these things were usually disgusting. Mm. We went into this one, and it was kind of... You, same, went, you went in? Yeah, we were... So we'd clean it, yeah. we'd clean it up, paint it, fix whatever was broken, and uh, it, it was like a three-week job, and we, we'd leave. But a lot of these people, their foreclosed homes, would just leave stuff. Mm-hmm. And this guy had left four or five of those uh, document boxes of, yeah. like, collectible stuff. Um, and one of the boxes was a bunch of Beatles toys from the 60s and 70s. Oh, wow. Um, another one was like some Babe Ruth stuff. There's a signed ball in there, and I forget who was on it. My dad took that one. Um, but I collect albums, vinyl, and there were two boxes of vinyl in there. So the guy had collected, and I don't know if they're original. I haven't priced them or anything, but he had every single Beatles album that was ever released. So I have every single Beatles album that was ever released because of this guy. But then I'm... I go through the whole thing, and I'm a big classic rock kind of fan, so that's the stuff I looked at. He had one in there that I was like, it was funny because of Dave Chappelle. It was Rick James, right? Okay, yeah, right. So it was super freak, Rick James. Right. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, and I just put it away. A couple weeks later, I come back. I pull it out just as a joke. Go to play it. Find out that it's the pressing copy of the Rick James super freak. 
So it's not even vinyl. It's plastic. It's the one they used to press. Right. Oh. Not only that, Rick James has signed the front of this. So I have a oh signed God. pressing copy of Rick James's Super Freak. What do you think the value of it? I don't know, but it's like the most random thing I have in my house. It's very random. It's so... <laughs> but this guy, really same thing. But, but, but throw, throw out a number. A few thousand bucks. Oh, I have no idea. It's not like in mint condition or anything. What is your address? You still the same place? No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not giving that out right now. But it's kind of the same thing because usually we go in there and stuff like that. We just toss. We you know get one of those giant trash cans mm -hmm. and just toss everything yeah, in there. Yeah. But for some reason, that one, we decided to open these boxes up and we came away with just tons of collectibles and that whole record out or the record collection. I was working at this place called Santa Monica Studios, um, you know, 20 years ago, and I was helping them clean out because they were having to move and whatever. And so it's all this just like stuff, right? Yeah. And uh, one of the things that I had found was the original uh, script for Shrek with the original drawings of Shrek because it was supposed to be Chris Farley yeah, and the drawings of Shrek as Chris Farley. So the Shrek looked different. It looked like Chris Farley. And so I have those like, oh, that's those, awesome. like drawings. That's the weirdest thing. Oh, I love stuff like that. And, and two um, dolls, uh, like, I don't know what you call them, figurines. Like, they, they're just out of porcelain or whatever. And they, yeah. they paint them, you know, whatever, from uh, Austin Powers. Really? The original Austin Powers prototype, like, like, like figurines or something like that. Did Mike Myers work in there or something? No, it was, it was, was all, it his office? Yeah, it was all kinds of like, random. That's stuff. crazy. Yeah, I love stuff like Me that. Me too. I love like you know like the, what was the attic? The National Treasure oh, with yeah. Nicholas Cage. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. So it starts with this kid going up yeah. and like there's all these like boxes it's like, like, like the Goonies attic. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like I, I want to go through all oh, this. the Goonies. Yeah. Attic. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's love that. That's stuff. exciting. That's exciting. All right, so here's this um. This interesting bet. Okay, so it starts this guy, Rory Young and Rich uh, Alotti. Uh, they were killing time. I guess there was a poker tournament. And they were just hanging, waiting for different tables to clear out. So when they won, they just, you know, go to yeah, a different table, yeah. whatever. And so they started talking about a bet. About basically uh, having this guy, Rich, um, be in a, uh, a, 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 basically like a, a sensory deprivation chamber. So... They 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 started working out the details. And then Rich was going to be in a soundproofed uh, bathroom. Okay. Uh, it was also blacked out, so he could see nothing, hear nothing. But the bathroom, so he had everything that he needed, yeah. basically for bathroom stuff. Um, he was to have no human contact whatsoever. He could have no electronics. Food was delivered at random intervals. They wouldn't let him go hungry, but it was so that he had no idea what, what time the, what time it was. How did so he, he couldn't get schedule. I don't know. Like they okay. slipped it under a thing or whatever, and that was it. Okay. Um, so he was allowed to have a yoga mat, a resistance band. It was all like negotiated. A massage ball, and then uh, stuff. Oh, and then lavender essential oils, uh, and then <laughs> yeah, a, a sugar and salt scrub, so he could like take a bath. Okay. So. Um, uh, basically, okay. So, so the, the the I guess the question is, how long would you go in there? So, is that the bet? Like he had to, so he had to stay the. Those are yeah, yeah. Basically, um, the the other thing that was set up was that his father, Rich's father, had a um, a camera in on him so we can make sure that his son was like so okay watch yeah him pee, poop and bath and masturbate <laughs> yeah. um and so it was like a, like a, like an infrared you know camera because yeah, it was yeah, dark yeah. in there so um the question is like for you guys if i said look okay here's the money 
Mm-hmm. Wait, how uh, much money is it? Well, I, yeah, ha- I have the money and I have okay. the time. How much money, how much time? How much money, how much time? And so, th- I mean, this is how it starts, right? So I guess, would you do that for a day? A day? Uh, a day, yeah, but it would have to be a pretty big amount of money, I think. A day? I, you could, I would pay You're you. not prying this phone out of my dead hands, man. <laughs> no, you can't. Why do live without You're basically giving me like, Thank you. For a book for a day? I would love it. Yeah. Like a deprivation really? day? Oh yeah. my God, yes. No, I think like an hour in, I'd be going crazy. I'd be so bored. I, honestly, though, I'd pro- can I nap? You yes. can do whatever you want. It's okay, yours. Well, I can nap yeah. for a whole day. So yeah, exactly. one day, uh, hundred bucks. Wait, they didn't say he had a pillow or anything comfortable either. So he just I, had, like, can, yeah, I can I can sleep you can anywhere. Roll up your yoga mat pretty well. Oh my god, that's so horrible. I can you're sleep rolling, anywhere. And it's cold. You're like rolled up in your mat, whatever. <laughs> uh, okay, so basically the be- and so Mel, um, a week. <sighs> How much? No, you're you're gonna do it for a week. How, how yeah, much? I would you pay? Oh, oh, if do I week. do it for a week, a how week. much would it cost? Yeah. Think about it. No bills. I mean, wait, no <laughs> stress. I mean, you're just everything's taken care of. You're in there. Yeah, but you're in you start, with your you thoughts. You start going crazy real real fast. Sure. All you have to do is sit no and cats. think about stuff. So I'm gonna give you ten grand for a week. I probably do it. Okay. Oh, that's a okay. Lot of money. The bet was if you put me in there with a light and a book. Yeah, the last, okay, that's a difference. Right? That's, <laughs> okay. I'd be in there I for can, a month. Yeah, just exactly. keep feeding me books and, and, exactly. and a TV. Okay, basically, no, no, you're, you're I'll vacation. do a lamp and a book. Um, so thirty days, one hundred thousand dollars. Thirty days. Thirty days. Um, with so, no idea what time it is. So there's no a, idea how much time. There's you have a few left. studies uh, conducted. So there were six uh, volunteers in the UK. This is a decade ago. They did it, and they had them in, in pitch black, uh, silent rooms for forty-eight hours. They hallucinated. Had panic attacks, paranoia, and 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 they knew that it was an experiment that it would only yeah. be forty eight hours. So these people freaked out after forty eight hours. Then there was another one. I see this uh, doctor at the Wright Institute in Berkeley um, said anxiety, anger, despair, often with a high risk of suicide, is the average clinical presentation of prisoners in in solitary. Yeah. And when Nelson Mandela was in solitary for for fifteen days, he said it was the it was the, that was the worst torture that he that he could have ever gotten. See, these guys signed a legal wa- waiver, and they did an official bet, I think, with, like, a place where they both put down the oh, money. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. yeah, so it was official. Um, so, basically, the guy just started to, um, uh, like, meditate yeah. and relax and, like, just enjoy the situation. And, I, and he said that after he was in there, after a few days, he started seeing, like, balls, like, floating around the room. He started to hallucinate. He started to see things. I mean, in the darkness, you just, you know, you, you start, it's like when you hear white noise, like yeah. a fan, you start to hear things, you turn the yeah. fan off, yeah. did I hear something, whatever. So after 10 days, he looked like he was doing so well that Rory uh, offered him 50 grand and he said no. 50 grand to come out. 50 grand to come out. So the guy was in there for 20 days and they settled on 62,400 bucks. What happened at the the end? He just couldn't take it anymore. He just yeah, he just couldn't take it. Anymore. That's crazy. Yeah. Wait, how did they settle if he wasn't talking to anybody? How would well, you know that these deals were going? Well, on? that's what I was wondering. Like, once you have this communication, like, did yeah, the guy even you, know he was really talking? Hope to him? again. What's that? But once you have communication, you have hope. I know, again. I know. I was thinking about that, and I bet the guy was aware of that. I mean, I mean, I don't know what the guy would have lost. I think there were odds, right? Like, I think the guy would have lost like five grand or whatever it is if he lost. Because the odds were like twenty to one or whatever it was, and so like obviously the guy was like, "Oh shit, I'm losing money. This is guy's, yeah. this guy's gonna be able to do it. If you can do twenty days, you can do ten more days." But like, would the guy have permanent damage? Because that's one of the art- things in the article is like you could have permanent that can damage. Mess from that. you up. <laughs> yeah, because so I think the biggest problem with that is not having any idea how long you've been in there. Yeah, and how long you have left. Yeah, like if you were on a, on a deserted island and you had sufficient food and you know safe 
like even if it's it's a tent yeah. or a lean to and you had a place to to lay down and you were like you know in like in, you know an island in, in, in Fijian island or whatever it is like I could probably take it for about two years especially if I had a book yeah. and like whatever yeah like, but like the yeah, moving give me, inter- thing. In, give me internet I'll be good for 10 years oh, right? sure, I'll live yeah. for the rest of my life <laughs> exactly don't ever contact yeah. me again but it's the whole deprivation and time and stuff like Not, that well I mean all you have all you can do is sit yeah. I mean but you could no, stand but up in a but... bathroom the thing is is he could be like he could establish a routine so I brush my teeth I wash my face. Yep. And I lay down for two hours. And I then masturbate. I take a bath. No way of knowing what How many hours. times did he well, masturbate saying, while he was in there? I don't know. What, his dad <laughs> yeah, dad, dad, dad <laughs> turn away. So I mean, I wonder if you turn could... Turn off the camera. I wonder if his dad could hear him, if he could talk to his dad. But then, I don't know. Anyway, that's just... It's, it's, yeah, I agree with the routine thing, but I think that the not being able to hear or see anything really weighs on you. And not knowing... Like, you could do that whole routine and have it done in 15 minutes, yeah. and then now what? It's kind of like um, shooting four sheets and then waiting months to find out what's going to happen. <laughs> my, I'm, I'm having sensory deprivation. I need the world to A see this show. It's amazing. Trust me. It's amazing. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, for uh, Steve, for not showing up because it was a really nice, you know, clean episode. I'm really not as stressed as I normally am into these things. <laughs> so, uh, at Mel Avery, and you don't give out your, your Instagram I don't do anything. I don't. Oh, I'll start doing anything. You should. You should do stuff. At fun, Josh. At fun. Oh, that's my Twitter. At fun. I got underscore. Hold on on here. Okay. Well, see. By all means, we have time. Do we have time? Yeah, I'm. I'm at Zane Lamprey. Mel is at Mel Lamprey. Follow us online. Uh, online. What does that mean? On Instagram. Oh my god. You know why I don't give mine out? Because they're never very creative. It's just Joshua Dean three two one. Joshua Dean three two one. D E A N three two one. I want to take a moment to thank our sponsors who brought this podcast to you free. This entertainment to you was free today because of... Libre. Libre because of True Car, which Josh used. Honestly, it's a super helpful tool if you're buying a car. And Hotel Tonight, where Mel is actually on their app right now looking at <laughs> hotels. I didn't know we were going someplace. But no, I'm here. going someplace. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, please support them because they support us. Find out more about our sponsors in the description of this week's episode on Podcast One. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to Zane's World. Check out new episodes every Wednesday exclusively at Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to tell your friends and don't forget to leave us a rating and review. General Hospital Steve Burton and Bradford Anderson have been playing buddies on screen for years only to discover that their real-life dynamic is perhaps even more fun with guests from daytime TV, the entertainment industry, and beyond. No joking around. None allowed. We're a very serious show. Download That's Awesome every week on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over 10,000 wine grape varieties worldwide? Here's to thousands of gift possibilities. My go-to holiday wine is Chardonnay. I love it with turkey and potatoes. Pile on the gravy. Let me show you our more than 8,000 party-perfect wines that are in your budget and out of this world. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! And now, an ad from Dad. All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.